The tournament is heating up, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. That's because right now, FanDuel is giving new customers a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash BlueWire and sign up today to claim your no-sweat first bet. Then you can wager on everything from the money line to point spreads to which team will be cutting down the net. All on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So don't miss your shot at a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash BlueWire to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, guys? Rick here with a props video for this week's PGA Championship. When we get... Major championships, we get a lot of competition, we get a lot of betting options, and this is the time of year where it makes the most sense to to really dive into the props board and all the offerings because uh, there, there's a lot of bad lines, don't get me wrong, but there, I believe there are some good lines that we should be taking a look at. Also, maybe talk about uh, some Tiger Woods props as well. So let's dive into all the prop selections for the week and see if we can find a little bit of value. I'm currently just perusing around uh, DraftKings Sportsbook. I mean, I'll admit there's a lot of bad bad props. Like you should never be betting the hole in one props. Eighty to one for each individual golfer to make a hole in one. Just it, it's such a sucker bet. But the one that did uh, catch my attention is is something called to lead after round one and win. Okay. Well, to lead after round one and win the golf tournament. It's not going wire to wire where you have to lead after each round of the golf tournament. But obviously the guy who leads after the first round is uh, more likely or at least on a better path to actually winning the golf tournament. Just for example, you know, John Rahm, 45 to one to lead after round one and win the golf tournament. Well, he's 11 to one to win the golf tournament and he is 22 to one to be your first round leader. So we're kind of like, Putting them together a little bit, I guess if they let you parlay it, that would be a much better number. But this one caught my attention, and I was thinking, how often does this even happen? How how often, or how likely is this from historical standpoint? Well, I, I've got the data, so here's what I found. So I've got 1,149 uh, tournaments loaded in right here. That's PGA Tour events. It's major championships dating back to, well, the majors go back to 1980. And of those 1,149 instances, uh, the winner led after the first round 202 times. That's about 17.5% of the time. And what you'll note is some of these guys more recently, if you remember, John Rahm did it just in Mexico a couple of weeks ago. When Sam Burns won at Innisbrook, um, he won the golf tournament, was the first round leader, but 
did not was not in first after the second and third round. Same with Tom Hokey. He was not in first after the second round. Matt Jones, Patrick Reed, not in first after their recent win. So it, it's obviously rare. Only 17.5% of the time it's going to happen, but uh, it's not unheard of. So let, let's look at it from just a major championship standpoint and see if those numbers are a little bit different. Major championships, it's a little bit less, but a similar number. 23 out of 151. Uh, Dustin Johnson, the most recent to lead after the first round and then go on to win the major. Uh, Scotty Scheffler led after rounds two, three, and four at the Masters, but he did not lead after the first round. So it's about 15 to 17.5% of the time that this is actually occurring. So when you start to look at the odds, John Rahm 45 to 1, Justin Thomas 50, Xander 80, Hideki 80, it looks like they're kind of just taking the outright win odds, multiplying them by four and saying, if you lead after the first round and win, these are the odds. So it's not, it's not great. It's close. If you wanted to just add a little extra something to your outright, I don't mind doing it this way. But um, there are obviously some guys who... Uh, play better than others in the opening round. So this is the Holy Grail. This is my website, rickrungood.com. You can filter this data by basically any way you want. What I have loaded in right now is since the start of the 2020 season, so this season and the last two seasons, who are the best players in round one? Well, John Rahm is gaining 2.3 strokes per round in the opening round, and that's 51 different opening rounds. And you can see, gained 6.3 in Mexico, led after that round. Gained 6.7 at the farmers gained 6.4 at an event that he played on the European tour in Spain like he's capable of going and getting really really hot Uh, Patrick Cantlay is another one Patrick Cantlay plays very well in the opening rounds 2.1 strokes gained he's second to John Rahm Scotty Scheffler is like fourth or fifth on this list depending on how much of a sample size that you want to use and then Xander Shoffley uh, also gets off to a hot start. In fact, actually, hold on. Let me go back to Scotty Scheffler because I think I saw something crazy there. Yeah, Scotty Scheffler has not lost strokes to the field in the first round in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 consecutive tournaments. Wow. That's very, very strong. So if you're looking to make this bet, uh, which I think is okay, I don't think it's great, I would... Probably take a flyer on Cantlay or Xander to potentially get that first major championship. Guys that play historically well in round one and then also uh, have the upside to win golf tournaments. And then uh, Scotty Scheffler would kind of be like, you know, any way you slice, slice this, Scotty Scheffler is going to be one of the most logical uh, options. Scheffler 50 to 1 to lead after rounds one and win. Xander is 80 to 1 to win after the first, or to lead after the first rounds and win. Patrick Cantlay 55 to 1. So those are the odds there. I think they're, they're, Okay, they're obviously not losing money on this, but there are some guys that I think are better suited for it than others. They also, uh, DK Sportsbook that is, they also have these player parlays, which is a golfer to win this week's PGA Championship and the U.S. Open. And these are, they're sucker bets. Let's be real. They are sucker bets, but some of them are very, very long. Uh, for example, Hideki Matsuyama is 800-1 to 1 to win both this PGA Championship and the U.S. Open. Well, let's think about this. If he's 25-1 to 1 to win 
this week, which let me get his real number here from DK Sport. He's 28 to 1. So if he was 28 to 1 at both major championships, very, 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 very rough math, he should be like 784 to 1. Very rough math. There's a lot of other factors in place, but he should be about 784 to 1 to win both legs. Well, when he whoever wins this PGA championship is likely to be much shorter at the US Open. So if you say Hideki's gonna be 28 this week and then he's gonna be 15 at the US Open, it's closer to like 420 to one is what his true odds are. Again, a lot of issues with that, but I would not mind uh and you're gonna lose this so often, but I I would not mind. An 800 to 1 flyer on Hideki winning each of the next two legs because that's the price on it right now. And really, of the other guys that are 800 to 1, Shane Lowry, Will Zalatoris, Lowry won the Open Championship a couple of years ago. Zalatoris does not have any win on his PGA Tour resume. Like Hideki, very easily the cream of the crop there. Um, again, and what the odds are likely to be, 800 to 1 is. I guess it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. Obviously very unlikely, but if you're looking for like one of those $5 flyers, that's not bad. There is uh, one prop on DK Sportsbook that I think you actually immediately have positive EV on. We'll, we'll talk about positive EV in a second. Uh, and and almost every single time you place a bet, uh, it's always negative. And when you walk into a casino, it's, it's always negative. I think there's a 1% edge, which sounds small, but when you're usually giving up 10, 15, 20%, we'll take it on this one here. Will the winner be in the final pairing? And yes is minus 250. And, uh, that is generally implying there's a lot of calculations you can do here. There's, there's, that's generally implying that's going to happen about 71% of the time. Historically, and I understand that uh, historic, you know, results have not that doesn't dictate future performances. Historically, uh, this has happened in 109 of the last 151 majors. So that's 72% of the time. So something that has happened 72% of the time um, is being offered to you like it is going to win 71% of the time. Obviously, again, very, very small edge. We'll find bigger edges, but most edges are minus 10, minus 15, minus 20. And when you start to look at uh, recent years, so just going back and looking at the last, what is this, 32 majors, the winner has come out of the final pairing, what appears to be, whoops, let me make sure I count all of these up, what appears to be, did I miss any? Yeah, I did. 26 times. 26 out of 31. So now we're talking about an even higher percentage number. What's that? 26 divided by 31. That is 84% of the time. So even in recent history, uh, the winners come out of the final group, the final pairing much more often. So this is one that I think I think I like. I know it's minus two fifty, and you want to come on here and you want to get multiples of of your of your investment, but that feels like uh, a decent one here out of the gate. The worst wagers that you can make besides the the hole in one wagers are probably the player winning margin ones. You know, Cam Smith to win by two or more shots, forty to one to win by four or more, seventy to one. Like that's already built into his to his odds, and when. And he doesn't care about that. I hate it when bets 
when the the golfer you're betting on or the athlete or the team or whatever, when their goals do not align with yours, it's bad. Cam Smith doesn't care if he wins by two, three, or four. If he has, if he's got a five, a four shot lead on the 18th green, uh, you know he's not trying to make that putt. He's trying to get home in two. He's trying to get home in three. It doesn't matter, right? Scotty Scheffler punted away a couple of strokes on the 18th hole on Sunday at Augusta National. What four putting there? Um, because it didn't matter didn't matter and would have spiked all of those wagers for you. So I, I, I hate those more than anything. Um, let's dive into more. So prize picks has started to release uh, their prop market for the week. And I imagine more are going to come out. If you haven't played on prize picks, it is available in a lot more States than uh, sports wagering is, which is great. So a lot more people have access to this very simple over unders, um, that you can, I, I believe you really have an edge on. I I've made a lot of videos about this. I have a website, um, that I, that I have a dashboard that allows you to, to look at all this stuff. So, um, I, I believe there's an edge here. So what I noticed is I'm going to get to strokes and I'm going to get to birdies or better here in a second. Um, I saw they have this, which is so brilliant. They did this for the masters as well. It's called holes plate. And they basically are going to set most of the guys at 36 and a half holes plate. So it's really just going to be like, are they going to make the cut? That's their way of saying, is this golfer going to make the cut? If you think they are, you take the over. If you think they are not, you are going to take the under. So the way that this works on prize picks, I could choose Tiger to go over on 36 and a half, and then I could you know, pick Scotty Scheffler under 71 and a half for his first round, and that would pay out, um, you know, 100 would pay out 300, so it would be three times return on my investment. So th- the big kind of secret with prize picks um, – is that they have guaranteed payouts. So no matter what the true odds of these events occurring are, they pay them all out like they are even money, which they are all not. So for example, um, if you go to Bet365, this was the only place I, I saw had to make the cut props up yet. You will see... Tiger Woods here is minus 150 to make the cut, more likely than not. Now, obviously, there's a little bit of Tiger juice in there, whatever. We can we can argue back and forth. Um, but he this so the the wager at prize picks is during being treated like even money, even though he is the favorite to make the cut. And what I imagine is they're gonna release a lot more of these holes played props with other guys that are minus 150 or minus 160. This is the entire premise behind the website that I created, rungoodprops.com. That's a website that just shows you which of the props on the board are at prize picks are the largest favorites. Because when you start building entries with favorites instead of things that are even money, you have an advantage. Real quick, just so you can hammer home the point here. So this this prop here, this shots on goal prop, um, is actually minus 170, which means it's 60% likely to happen. Prize picks thinks it's only 50%. Uh, San Francisco versus Colorado, first inning runs allowed. The over, minus 175. So that that's the whole premise, right? You can go to run good props, you can check it out. But the premise is find the bets the props that are more most likely to win and 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 smash them at prize picks. Um, so uh, I saw 36 and a half holes played for Tiger. The over, that's kind of interesting. I don't mind that at all, especially because we know that that is the, uh, the favorite side of it. Uh, I imagine more of those are going to come and we can com- compare those as well. Uh, here are the stroke 
props. They've got Tiger at 74 and a half, then they've got the the notable suspects, you know, anywhere from 70, 71 and a half, 72 in some cases, and these are all for round 1. And then I saw this one. I saw John Daly, 83 and a half. That's fun. How about that? That's fun. So, um I have on my website, I have I have all of John I have all PGA Tour, Corn Ferry Tour, European Tour Champions Tour rounds. John Daly, here's his profile has not been good on the champions tour. Okay. He has been, uh, he does not have a top 25 this season. He's been losing strokes consistently. So just his last couple of starts, DQ T65, T42, T59, T66, 27th withdrawal T58, T31. Not good. Not good at all. Uh, he did play the PGA Championship last year. Lost 20 strokes to the field. Shot like 80. Let me go back and actually look at what he shot. He shot 85 and 86. Uh, now, that Kiowa was very, very difficult. But you could argue he was playing better before that, right? He had a T10 uh, on the Corn Ferry a couple of weeks before. He had a couple of top 25s before that. He was, I would argue he was playing a bit better uh, on the Champions Tour than he than he is right now. And uh, there's going to be wind out there on Thursday, right? And especially if he has an afternoon tea time. I, I'm not sure that number's high enough. So 83 and a half for, for John Daly, I, I, think, I think it's over. Um, and then looking at Tiger, so... We can kind of make an old man entry here. I think I like the under on 74 and a half. You know, there is, um, so it's a par 70. It's going to be hard. It's going to be really hard. I'd be not, I would not be surprised to see the course play three, maybe four shots over par. So you're asking Tiger to shoot field average or maybe slightly better, depending on how, how tough it's going to be. I imagine Tiger is going to be at his best early in the week. Right, he looks strong in everything that we've seen, but we saw at the Masters. As the week goes on, it gets more and more difficult for him. I imagine he's going to be the strongest early. I also don't think Tiger makes that many big numbers. You know what I mean? Like he's just he's just such a tactician um, that I, I think he could get around Southern Hills in the opening round, um, just playing a bunch of par golf and make a couple bogeys, make two birdies, and, and move on. If we look at his stat profile from the Masters, rounds one and rounds two, he was awesome on approach. 1.7 strokes gained uh, in each of those rounds. The putter was great. That would be a great stat profile, right? Be a zero off the tee, gain one and a half on approach, gain one with the putter, and you have gained like two and a half, three shots to the field, and uh, you smash your prop total. That Like, that's... That's what I envisioned. And then, and then what you saw was, you know, as the week went on, he lost the putter. Uh, the approach play got, I mean, he was just, he was exhausted. He was, he was spent. He had nothing left in the tank. So um, I think we have an opportunity to make an old man entry here. Over 83 and a half, John Daly, under 74 and a half for Tiger Woods. Then you start looking at the other ones and, you know, you could remember that it's the same guys that we talked about who get off to hot starts. Xander Shoffley was in the mix, right? Xander Shoffley gets off to hot starts. Patrick Cantlay gets off to hot starts. Um, oh, the other thing I wanted to do is I wanted to look up first rounds in major championships. Let me plug that into the Holy Grail. Okay, so this is just round one at major championships. Scotty Scheffler averaging three strokes gained around in major championships. Xander Shoffley, 2.91 over 19 major championship opening rounds. In fact, he has lost strokes to the field once 
in his last four, five, six, seven, eight opening rounds at major championships. Victor Hovland getting off to a really hot start. He's got nine major championship opening rounds. He has gained strokes on the field in eight of them. The only one uh, that he lost in was he would eventually withdraw at the U.S. Open, but he he played. I think he played the entirety of that first round there. So that doesn't. That's his finishing position. But otherwise, eight out of nine getting out of the gate. So when you start to look at prize picks here well victor 71 and a half we don't know what the scoring average is going to be on thursday we think it's going to be pretty tough but that's over par so if, if victor shoots one over 71 that's an under uh that would be interesting so i'd focus on those guys scheffler victor uh scotty for the unders uh if you want to see how guys are playing recently here are all the prize picks eligible golfers over the last 24 rounds the only two that are losing strokes Tiger Woods, John Daly. Tiger Woods is 24 rounds. Go back multiple years, obviously, because he's only got four rounds in the last, what, 15, 19 months, something like that. But um, you can see how good Rory's been. You can see how good JT's been, despite not having a win for Justin Thomas. You can use this sheet and kind of find who's playing the best, who, could, who you could expect to kind of rise up the board. So there's still going to be a ton of props released on prize picks, and I imagine DK Sportsbook will come out with more, and everybody will come out with more. So just keep an eye on everything. I'll tweet some more out. You can follow me at Rick Rungood. Um, if you haven't signed up for prize picks, uh, you can use the link in the description. My code is Rick. You can get an instant deposit match up to 100 bucks. And if you like that strategy of finding props that are bigger favorites than prize picks is paying you for, that's why... My website, Run Good Props, exists. It's literally just a very simple dashboard that says, don't waste your time looking through thousands of props. Just here are the best couple dozen. Uh, and then you can go from there. So should be a fun week. Lots of great action. Uh, looking forward to talking about it more. Best of luck this week. I'll talk to you guys soon.